Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beard Zone. My name is David. I'm one of the hosts. You know these two gentlemen. That's right. I said it, too. Glenn is back in the house. Glenn, Theo, how are we doing today? Hey, I'm letting Glenn, Glenn go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to talk too long. Let the people know. <laughs> <laughs> it is good to be back, and, uh, you know, I've, I know I've been gone for roughly a month, month and a half. I met some pretty cool people, got stuck in an airport with cool people, and, uh, Got to talk some football with people who don't typically listen and kind of explain the game. Uh, it was really cool. Awesome. I'm just, uh, just very excited to be back, man. It's fantastic. Glenn bringing the football knowledge everywhere he goes, man. I love it. <laughs> Trying to, at least. Right, right. Theo, how have you been, sir? I've been good, man. You know, it's been... It's been a while, you know, it's been, it's, it's definitely every, I think you said it last time, like we wish we could be recording more every time it feels like it's been such a long time since we sat down in front of this thing. You know, hey, things are happening in life, but at the same time, you know, every day gets us a little closer to when life is good again, when football is back. So I, I'm happy, baby. OTAs are right around the corner. I mean, it's it's gonna go by. It's it's gonna. It, this is the part of the off season where it goes by so slow, mm-hmm. but yet at the same time, it kind of goes by a little bit fast. You know, so because like now, now we're kind of getting into the swing of next year, and so like okay, we know where the majority of all the big free agencies landed. We know, you know, the draft is done. You know, now everything is just kind of settling in place. We should be getting some hard knocks, you know, here within the next. Well, maybe. Oh, man. you Have you heard about maybe. the hard knock stuff? They have... Yeah. I yeah. guess Detroit said no. They're struggling, man. Well, they, got, they have internal stuff that they absolutely have to handle. And apparently coming out with a new uniform or new alternate uniform is, is how they're going to solve it. I mean, they started off yeah. the last season pretty strong, but <laughs> I still think they have internal issues. Um, in syncing that they have to accomplish. I mean, a lot of teams have to resync as a lot of people have shifted. The media's bounce around all sorts of crazy ideas that the Bucks are still looking for a quarterback and the Raiders are a soup sandwich, you know. And and it's just funny because the media forces, I think, a lot of really ridiculous conversations. Um, and all these other guys, all these other athletes are coming out with their their own podcast and rightfully so they're talking about their top five running backs or top five wide receivers, the best uh-huh. quarterbacks. And it's like, it's hard to talk best overall. I mean, you can argue that some players are <laughs> the best no matter what, but in like top five conversations, you look at eras, you look at uh, dynamics of offensive line versus um, how good their quarterback was for a receiver and, and, you know, how strong that defense was overall for a team. And, and it's just some of these conversations, I know that media is force feeding a lot of this stuff and it's good conversation. I just think that we need to, we as, we as well need to be very careful as far as how we push that conversation. Uh, Cause some people are just flat out wrong. Um, and some people I think have a pretty valued opinion but I think they abuse that depending. But yeah, I know I kind of ranted there, but <laughs> Hey, welcome back, man. Welcome. Exactly. Back. I was just about to say that. Welcome back, Glenn. It feel it's just so nice to have you back, man. You know, I miss I miss the rants. I can't wait to, you know, get into it with you today, you know. <laughs> I have many pages of notes. I've had a lot of time to think. <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> you you've you've come prepared you've come prepared so but yeah i mean you know it's the the off season is in probably the slowest time right now um but i think it's just because this is the true rating period there's nothing more to look forward to other than you know when actual football starts now you know before after the super bowl you have you know the combine you have the draft then you have free agency you know, so it's just kind of like there's those little milestones to kind of help us get over the, the the football season being, you know, done, you know, and behind us. And uh, but now it's just like, OK, OTAs are about to start. But I mean, you, you know, it's so funny because like everyone's just like, oh, this guy's looking really good in OTAs or practice or, oh, man, this guy's really looking really bad, you know, in OTAs or practice and like. In, in in the history of that, has there ever been like players who like have looked really, really good in OTAs and then just turn around and be in complete like duds in the season? Oh, yeah. And then vice oh, versa. Yeah. I, just I, name I like all the every... Bucks quarterbacks that came prior to Tom Brady. <laughs> right. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like the hype either way on on either side of the fence like you know like we're we're looking at like i've heard like well obviously we've seen the narrative of of tampa you know tampa was like the shining star and of the nfl when tom brady was here and now that he's gone we're back at the bottom of the barrel you know like it's just like every team every team goes through the lulls (coughs) in, in the hype of otas like you can't do a hundred percent judgment on some some players that have no competition and I, and i'm not saying that like not position versus position i'm saying when you throw full pads on the game changes mm-hmm. we see the team versus team like the friendly exhi- ex- uh, exhibition matches or games prior to uh the preseason games and their fights there's misreads there's full-on overthrown balls and pick sixes i mean it's practice but those things kind of matter in the long scheme like is Aaron Rodgers uh, jiving with Wilson is Baker Mayfield better than um, Kyle Trask Uh, I think that's still a flip of the coin you know it just really depends and a lot of it's injuries or you know some guys are better in the locker room and kind of getting the team hyped versus actually performing um, and, and maybe get the Kirk Cousins effect you know Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. The OTAs yeah. to me is like the no, preseason <laughs> rankings of it's, players. It's hype. It's really hype media time. You know, it's like you said, it's just, it's, there's such little things going on. You know, I was, uh, I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about how one of the, you know, one of the analysts was, were just talking about how, you know, like around this time you hear everything about offense, right? Oh man, this guy looks good. Oh, this guy made yeah. a crisp, you know, crisp touchdown throw against the defense today. And this guy did this. And it's just like you hear nothing about the defense because no one has pads on. Defense can't do anything. Like they're they're all playing with their hands tied behind their back because you know they're playing super soft because no one has any protection. So you can't really even figure out what you know what the re- what really is going on with defenses. So offenses are looking great. And, you know, it's just it's a time for the hype media to just go crazy because of the lack of news and just because of, you know, the the ability to show off these offenses. So you got to take everything with a grain of salt, I think. Yeah. And you also have to consider, like, especially in and even just the most recent years, I feel like it's been more 
But like the injuries that happens in OTAs, man, I feel like we've seen so many season ending injuries um, before even the season starts. And so, you know, these players, obviously, they don't want to do that. They're they're here to play football. They're here to, you know, add value to their team. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and some of these guys are looking for a roster spot. So they're definitely wanting to stay healthy because if you're on the if you're on the cutting edge, you know, of, of the 53 man roster and you go down with an injury, you're out of a job, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's so, <clears throat> excuse me. It's so, you know, like, okay, what's real and what isn't real. And yeah. there's no way of telling until the actual season starts because I don't even consider preseason a good like view on things because you have to think, Sometimes you have your starters out there versus other teams' secondary, second stringers, third stringers. Yeah. Because they're just trying to go through and they're just trying to see, okay, who do we have to cut? You know what I mean? So, like, <clears throat> you could look so good. You could look so, so good in the preseason and just be absolute garbage. I think the 0-16 Lions went 4-0 and in the preseason. You know, so it's just like – it's because they just because you look good in the preseason doesn't mean that that's going to translate into, you know, um, a good regular season. Oh, um, examples so. of Baltimore Ravens, man, they're undefeated in preseason, but they haven't won a Super Bowl since. <clears throat> right, exactly. So, I mean, that's it's just all hype right now. And, you know, look, I get it. The media, they have to grab onto something. They have to do that because now we're in like the dead of it all. There's no NBA finals. Uh, I think the Stanley Cup is now officially over. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously football is is there's nothing happening with football. Um, you yeah. know, so it's like it's the sports dead zone. Yeah, it is. Hey, it's hey, it's hey, just you got baseball the, still okay. Baseball, please, okay, yeah. I mean, I, 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 will give, I will give you that, Glenn. I. I I can't take it, but hey, hey, I don't want to. I cannot take it either. I don't want to. I don't want to anger any baseball fans. So yeah, I mean, baseball. with a few beers, that game's pretty awesome. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And hey, I love being at a baseball game. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go to a baseball game. But well, have you ever been yeah. to a Rays game, Theo? No. I mean, we are the best in the MLB right yeah. now. Well, look, I'm not saying anything about their record right now. I understand that they're the best in the MLB, but you still go to Tropicana Field, and it, there's still like half of the stadium. I would say that three is, quarters of it, it's open. It was like is, the worst fan base. But uh, it's they the worst fan it. base. They so, need to move it to the lightning area, man. I think it'd be so it, much better. I think they the do. whole Bay Area is pushing for that, but the owners are, you know, they're gonna they run. have they have this thing with the city of St. Pete, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it in long story, look, it's <laughs> it's the dead of the off season. We're talking, you know, baseball for 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 goodness sake. So, um, I mean, there's really nothing to talk about, but there is one thing that I want to talk about. And Glenn, I know that you're pumped for this one, man. I know that I'm you stretching are, right now. I'm stretching. I know, man. I know Here that you. Go. And I think I think that this was like the perfect thing to do. Glenn's coming back, so I gotta get some. I gotta get some Tampa Bay biasy. You know, like let's just get <laughs> it out of the way right now. Because, look, I'm a Bucks fan. I know that you're a Bucks fan. Theo, I know that you rock with the Rams. You know, so, I mean, but look, our team, the Bucks have a wide receiver on their team by the name of Mike Evans. And if you are a Tampa Bay fan, he is a top wide receiver in the league. Hands down, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best 
that we have seen in this, you know, era of wide receivers. And his numbers prove it. But everyone wants to say, everyone wants to say, well, he's never been a, a, a lead a lead receiving in the yards. You know, he's never led the NFL on receiving yards. He's never led the NFL on touchdowns or anything like that. This man has been the most consistent wide receiver, even through some injuries. And trash he, quarterback play. <laughs> he has not, exactly, he has not gone under 1,000 yards receiving and in his nine years of being in the NFL, and he's coming up on 10, and if he does it for two more years, now he's in the conversation with Jerry Rice. And Jerry Rice, we all know, is the GOAT of wide receivers, hands down. Oh, yeah. He's up there with Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson. Those are like, you know, pristine wide receiver talks. Now, I'm not saying that Mike Evans is better than – Anybody, right? I'm not saying that he's better than any of the ones that I just listed as far as the absolute legends of the game. But why does he not get the respect that he deserves from the NFL fans? Like, I feel like it's just because, you know, everyone wants to see, oh, well, he doesn't make the one-handed catches like Odell Beckham or, you know. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He does. But I feel like it's the thing. I feel like, you know what I feel like it is? I feel like it's Matthew Stafford in Detroit. He didn't get the love in Detroit. He didn't get the love in Detroit. Why? Because it was Detroit. That's a good Mike point. Evans doesn't get the love in Tampa. Why? Because it's Tampa. You know? Yeah. But but when Mike Evans was playing with Tom Brady, oh, he was he was elite. Oh, he was a dog. Can you imagine? They were saying uh, the, the media was running with it. Man, Tom Brady has, you know, Mike Evans to throw to and Chris Godwin to throw it to, you know, and I mean, they they ran with they it. They it just up. absolutely ate it up. Matthew Stafford goes to L.A. That's a big market. Ate it up. You know, but I mean, we're talking about a guy who has made some incredible catches, some clutch catches throughout his entire career, no matter who is throwing him the ball. And it's like, come on, give the guy some love. Put some respect on his name. Hey, okay, I, exactly. I, go, go ahead, Glenn. Uh I mean, he's six foot five, two hundred thirty pounds. He's arguably Tampa Bay's Megatron, and I'm just gonna list off the NFL's the NFL ranked top ten wide receivers, and Mike Evans is not in it. In order from best to tenth uh, place is Justin Jefferson, respect, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase. Amon St. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup sat out like three quarters of the year, and he's still in the top ten. I'm not saying that he's not. Um, I'm just saying that, that that's kind of ridiculous. And Okay, th- but there are there are names in there. Amon Ron St. Brown, um, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase. I don't Chase. think A.J. Brown's a top ten wide receiver. No, no I think maybe hill. he's a top ten fantasy guy. I don't know. I'm, you know like, what, Glenn? This I, is this is your time. I'm yeah, gonna let you run with that. That's totally fine, dude. I just wanted to to lay it out there that the NFL doesn't even think he's top ten, and I arguably think he's top five. And and here's exactly why. Devonte Adams put him in the top five in his interview with Sports Illustrated. Granted, there's an A and B for second place and fifth place, but like CD Lamb, he's good, but he's had a consistent quarterback. 
And Mike Evans, since 2014, has been the most consistent in at least three categories. Uh, <laughs> yards per reception, he's the top. He's at 15.3 yards. He's the top in total yards at 10,425. And he's the top in average yards per game at 76.1. The only place that he's in second is touchdowns, and that's Devontae Adams in first place. And he's only down by five touchdowns. Like, how is he arguably not one of the top five wide receivers? He's outrageously consistent. Um, ESPN actually ranked him seventh, which is way more respect. But from the 2014 draft class and wide receivers, you have Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Sammy Watkins, flop, Allen Robinson, flop, Brandon Cooks, outside of being with Drew Brees, flop, uh, Jarvis Landry, eh, and OBJ. I mean, OBJ would be in the top if he didn't have injuries, but still, like, look at that draft class, and he's still that consistent. Um in nine seasons, like you said before, he's had a thousand plus yards in each season with the quarterbacks. I'm about to list here, Josh McCown, <laughs> Mike Glennon, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Griffin, Blaine Gabbert, Jameis Winston, and Tom Brady. Like I can only and Tom speak- Brady was just the last three seasons. And let's be honest, Tom Two. Brady, his final season in Tampa was not, Nothing he wasn't really- good. Yeah. So like, Jameis Winston was yardage in touchdowns. He was throwing it to Mike Evans because he was jump ball heavy, and he was the biggest person on the field. Ryan Fitzpatrick, same concept. Uh, McCown, Glennon, Gabbert, and Griffin, all trash. So he's had a lot of changes at quarterback over his nine years, a lot of inconsistency in throws, and he's only had one top-tier quarterback. Devontae Adams had, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball? (laughs) <laughs> like with no other not- weapons too. Yeah. There was no there was no other weapons that could compare to Devontae Adams in Green Bay. Exactly. Like you were not putting Alan Lazard. You are not putting even though Randall Cobb was a great target for um you can't Aaron Rodgers. In the same conversation, though. But you can't have them in the same conversation. The tight ends, yeah, okay. They they might be decent, you know, but you're gonna really put Mercedes Lewis or, you know, um, <laughs> in his prime, maybe. But right. So I mean, we're talking about we're talking about a guy who has just been consistent his entire career. And here's something that everyone wants to argue. Oh, well, you know, Jameis Winston wasn't a bad quarterback in Tampa. He, he just trash. threw a lot of interceptions. Okay, let, let me explain this to you people. Let me let me give you a little bit of history of where Mike Evans came from. Okay. Mike Evans came from a, a college that you might have heard of. It's called Texas AM. There was a quarterback that he made a number one overall pick in the NFL draft, and that was Johnny Manziel. Look at what Jameis Winston has been able to look, has been, has done since he's left Tampa. He's been exactly what Jameis Winston, who who he thought he was. He was who he thought he was. Okay. And it's absolute trash. Okay. Jameis Winston is a good quarter, is, is a good stat putter. But other than that, he's nothing. And the only reason why he was able to put the stats up to that he did in Tampa Bay was because he was throwing to an app. You can put Chris Godwin in most offenses, and he'll be a number one wide receiver. Yep. You had two number one wide receivers <clears throat> on this offense with a respectable uh, running game, you know, even before. People got to understand that Tampa has been building this roster that took them to the Super Bowl in 2020 with Tom Brady for at least three to five years. 
You know, so I mean, like we've had talent on the team. They the, the defense has been young and talented. We have <clears throat> we have great talent on offense. Tom Brady just kind of exactly. Tom Brady just put us over the edge. You got to also think about the inconsistencies with the offensive coordinators and, and the, the head coaches. Line. How many times did they shift around guards and tackles the entire ex- time? Exactly and over the over the course. Back. Over the course of a very inconsistent career, as far as what is around him, Mike Evans has been nothing but consistent. Look at what he was able to do with Johnny Manziel. Look at it. He he put Johnny Manziel in the number one overall spot. That's the reason why Johnny Manziel got drafted number one overall by the Cleveland Browns. Look at what look at what happened when he went to an offense with no weapons. there was nothing there was nothing around him what did mike evans do he came in to an offense with exactly what glenn said josh mccown and mike glennon that was the that was some pretty sad years it was but it wasn't for him because he still put up a thousand yards receiving and you just listed off all the things that he's been topping (laughs) over the course of his career Second to Devontae Adams, which is arguably next to Justin Jefferson now. He was he was the number one wide receiver in the league for at least three years before Justin Jefferson really started to turn some heads. Well, that's because Kirk Cousins is way more consistent than Derek Carr, but that's a completely different conversation. <laughs> that is very true. Man, I so you know, I feel like I had to just let you guys cook for a little bit. You know, oh, God. oh, we appreciate that, man. Um I don't, and I, I, I guess I'm supposed to be like, you know, the the you know, giving the other side, or the you know the just making making sure to keep you guys honest. But honestly, man, I I I cannot I cannot abide I cannot abide the Mike Evans hate either. Like to an ex- like we all the names that you mentioned, you know, we all know that there's an age bias. Right, you know, there's an age bias. You know, at a certain age, everyone wants to put you in the grave as a as a as, oh, a, as sure. a football player. Like as soon as you get, you know, as for a wide receiver, as soon as you get out of your twenties, like the minute you get, you know, you're you're about to get out, either you're out of your twenties or you're like just about to get out of your twenties. Like I think Evans is 29. Is that right? Or is he 30? Uh, um, I believe he's 29 right now. But you you know, someone vet that for me. But I. All, I say that to say, I just there's a there's definitely an age bias, and the other thing about it is there's a fantasy bias. You know, you guys know I'm the fantasy guy. You know, always taking you know keeping an eye on those ranks. Uh, Evans has been a guy that has been disrespected in fantasy as well every year. He's a value every year at his pick. What wherever he goes, it's it's usually too low. Um, I'm very well known to have him on my teams. Because you can get him in, you know, the third round sometimes. Sometimes you can get him in the late second, all, you know, all these things. And he should be, you know, arguably, like this guy should be a first-round pick every year. Now, to an extent, you know, my, what Mike Evans has done to some people in fantasy, I understand. Because while there's no questioning how great he is, there, there, there does tend to be a little bit of fluctuations in the games. Um, sometimes, you know, there's, there's games where he's hot and which is every wide receiver. Right. But to an extent, Mike Evans booms. And when he booms, it's huge. It's big. You know, he's, he's taking over a whole game. He can't be stopped. But that also means that there are times when 
you know, he has games where he's just kind of, you know, either not getting the ball or just decoying out there for Godwin and some of the other guys and just not, you know, and he's, he screwed, he screwed some guys in that way. And so in fantasy, you have some guys that are just, they're a little, you know, they're ticked off at him because they, they were on the other side of some of those <coughs> lighter games when they maybe needed it most. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> I, dude, Mike Evans is a star. He's a, to me, he's a, he's a automatic Hall of Famer going in as soon as he, you know, as soon as he decides he's done. But you can't argue what he's done, man. A thousand yard season every year. Every year he's in the league. Come on. Like, he, we can't, we should stayed healthy too. We should, for not, the most part. Yeah, right. We shouldn't be mentioning his name with the likes of I, I love Amon Rasemar. I'm a huge St. Brown fan. But we should not even be mentioning the name. It, it's not even fit. It's, it's disrespectful. You know, Mike Evans is a is, you know, he's a, he's a he's a guy in this league that's been doing it for so long. So consistent. These young bucks still have a lot to prove. Um, yeah, I mean. Listen, he he, he 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 hits every mark that you want to hit in a top wide receiver and a guy that is just doing it over year and year again. Um, I don't know what more you want. I just don't know what more you want. Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, Theo, with uh, you know, because that that's another argument that I hear about Mike Evans. It's just like, oh, but yeah, but he's off for so many games and. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, when he's bad, he's bad. And then if he's good, yeah, he's, he's good. But, you know, I mean, the, just the inconsistency. And then, you know, who is, who is the number one wide receiver in the league? I think we can all agree on it right now. This is JJ, baby. Exactly. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. The, the dude is ridiculous. Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I want to tell you guys a little story. It's story time with David really quick. Hey, let me hey, tell you a little story. <laughs> all right. Tuck me in. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> hey, listen up. You know, gra- grab a nice little cup, cup of coffee or a cup of tea, whatever yeah. your choice is. And let me tell you a little story about a man who was robbed $400 because he lost in fantasy championship last year. Ooh. Oh, that was brutal, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had the perfect lineup. I had t- I I made a blockbuster trade in the middle of the year to get Justin Jefferson on my team and mm-hmm. I took a risk because I traded away Lamar Jackson in order to get him be- but it was because I had Justin Fields who was we all know one of the best quarterbacks if not the number one quarterback last year in fantasy. Absolutely. So I had Justin Jefferson. I had Justin Fields. I had <coughs> other running backs and you know, I, I had I had a team. I was in the championship. Okay, I was in the championship game. The other guy who I was playing, he had one guy on his team by the name of Mike <laughs> Evans, and he schooled Ooh. you, dude. It was great, <laughs> and he went off. I think he game. scored. I think Mike Evans in that game scored about thirty-eight or forty points. Yeah, it was insane. But it was okay because that night, all I needed was 25 points from Justin Jefferson. That was all I needed. Theo, you're a fantasy guy. Uh If you put nine, 10 out of 10, almost 10 out of 10 times, you'd put money on Justin Jefferson getting at least 25 points, right? I I take it. I mean, I take the bet most times or not. I mean, 25 points is a high bar for a lot of other wide receivers, but for JJ, it's a. It's a you know it's any given it's it's almost a given. So you're, you're and with that. that 
and it was against the Green Bay Packers, uh-huh. who he was notoriously good against. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson got me two points. Dude, Two I remember points. how salty you were. It was fantastic. Let me tell you something. Uh, so I ran our league, dude. I ran our league and got <laughs> whooped in like the second playoff game. But after you were talking so much smack, dude, I had to. Dude, it was great. Listen, so for all of you people who are saying, "Oh, well, Justin Jefferson doesn't have games like that," yes, he does. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because yeah. it was because of that, and because of on one of the oh. Like what the haters will say, a rare day for Mike Evans, which if you watch the Tampa Bay games, it's not a rare game. He's consistent all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. He's he's just a good wide receiver. He's he's athletic. He he can win on the 50-50 balls. And if you wanna if you wanna really talk about the Odell Beckham catch, I, I need to let you know about a catch that he made against the Atlanta Falcons a few years back on the sideline. Oh yeah. Okay. He if the ball was thrown behind him and it was too high. He jumped up as he was turning his body, grabbed it with one hand, and then absolutely got rocked by Keon O'Neal. On the sideline, and he came down with the ball. (laughs) He came down with the ball. It was Mm -hmm. a catch. Mm -hmm. No one wants to talk about that. Oh yeah, that. Oh come on, that wasn't tough. That wasn't a great catch. Come on, compared to Odell Beckham. Oh, that wasn't good. Oh, compared to. Oh my gosh, did you see what Tyreek Hill did? Oh, everyone just wants to. You know what? The Hall of Fame is becoming a popularity contest, and this is exactly what it is. Mike Evans isn't popular because why? He's on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and there are nobody without Tom Brady being in the, in, in, in the locker room for the media. They're, they're absolutely nobody, and that's coming from a Tampa Bay fan. But let's just be real. Tampa Bay does not have a big market. The only reason why they got the hype that they did over the last few, few years is because of Tom Brady mm-hmm. and Rob Gronkowski, right? Rob, when Rob came to Tampa after Tom Brady, it was like, oh my gosh, you know? So, but yeah, I mean, come on. Gotta I was, give him his due. I, I was, he, you got to give him his due. I was robbed $400. I could have won $400 for our championship game. And I was relying, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. I was relying. On someone on that Justin was Jefferson. supposed to be automatic, yeah. I was relying mm-hmm. on Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as in you know in in the wide receiver world or in in, in football in general as you know. There's everyone's gonna have an off game. Everyone's gonna be, but you know you got to judge guys by what they do or what they have done. Like when you know, just the ability to take over a game is not is not you know it's not normal. That's not something that just you know. Any any wide receiver can just do, you know. So like, yeah, so a, a guy like that, a guy like like Mike Evans, you know. So, um, could you imagine if Mike Evans was on, I don't know, like Los Angeles Rams, someone with a bigger market? So, mm-hmm. or hold on, wait, could Give you imagine if Mike Evans was with the Dallas Cowboys? Oh my God, Dak would never <laughs> throw an interception. Not only that, Mike Evans. You can't miss not, the guy. He's six five. Not only that, I guarantee you, he would be the most popular, and he would be considered a top three wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, and, man, like if he was like 
since so like Jamar Chase without Joe Burrow, I mean they have a great chemistry, so there's that. You have to have a good quarterback. And Mike Evans doesn't get the hype publicly at least because he doesn't put up top ranked numbers in the season. He's a longevity type of guy. He's your consistent number one. He's mm-hmm. not the you put him in Buffalo or you put him in Kansas City. You put him in Cincinnati, you put him in Dallas, you put him in Philly. Dear God, those teams are going to the Super Bowl regardless. And yeah. Mike Evans is going to have 1,200, 1,500 yards and right. 10 plus touchdowns. You can't miss the guy. He's six nope. foot five, 230. He's the next, he is Megatron. And he honestly has enough speed to separate. He does. And he'll stiff arm somebody and run you over. <laughs> like I've seen so many games where he's just like pushed people over like they're nothing. Because yes. he's got the reach, and he's a big dude. He's laid the boom many times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to recap on how bad that you lost in our fantasy league, Mike Evans you, scored 47 Glenn. points <laughs> in, that, in that championship game. 47 just, points. Just to, st- just to drive the knife. The just to drive and... it a little further, mm-hmm. right? I mean, granted, mm-hmm. I got I got, I got, got freaking boat raced in like the second game of our playoffs, and I ran the table on the regular season. But Cooper Cup got injured, but whatever. But – Mike Evans, if he was in, because the Bucks are not currently a top-tier team. Granted, we won our division last year, but it was the sorriest win in the world. And yeah, man, yeah. If, if you went to the top tier of the NFC or you went to the top tier of the AFC, he would be all over the map on popularity and stats. He may be not the youngest. He may not be the fastest, but he's going to catch that ball. He's going to run at least one person over for that touchdown. And he's got good feet. How many times has he toe tapped a touchdown? And he's like three yards out of bounds, right? Yeah. He's got fantastic hands. <laughs> when Tom Brady overthrew him, I was like, what is going on here? And yeah. like Matt Stafford, how many times he threw that ball knowing Megatron's going to catch it? Mm-hmm. How many times has Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson just prayed and threw it to D the fact that D Hop's not in the top ten in the NFL right now is yeah it's, it's, to me it's, man. is yeah. outrageously disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Mike Evans. Yeah. So, is the NFL kind of lost its marbles over wide receivers? I think uh, it's just. I think it honestly. I think <clears throat> if I can be just completely honest, I think Juju ruined it. <laughs> Please explain. Because he he was the most beloved wide receiver in the league there for a really really long time in Pittsburgh. He's very he, mediocre though. He won over Pittsburgh. He won over Pittsburgh, and it was because of him him playing into the new era. Justin Jefferson, same thing, man. He's just popular. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think? That if Justin Jefferson was in Tampa, same Justin Jefferson that we're talking about, right? Do you think that he would be as popular as he is right now? I'm going to say yes. And the answer is because, <clears throat> one, he's our, he's he's the number one wide receiver in the league, yes. But, two, it's because of his personality. He's flashy, man. He, You know, he just – Mike Evans isn't flashy. He, he is goes, straight business, though. He's he's straight business. He's straight business. That's just like Nick Chubb. 
Nick Chubb isn't a, a that is popular another perennially. Yeah, that's another perennially disrespected guy right there, Nick Chubb. I know. Yeah, one of the best running Dude backs in the league, if season. not if not the best. Exactly. Absolutely. But yeah, that's same. exactly I mean, his, my his point. Draft man. Class also it's... had Derrick Henry though. Right. Look, <laughs> but here's Derek the Henry, thing, Derek Henry and this is the thing that Derek bothers Henry. me the most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the thing that bothers me the most is that. I feel like if you say that Mike Evans is a top wide receiver, they're like, oh, he's not better than Justin Jefferson. Oh, he's not better. He's not better than Devontae Adams. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying that he's the best, but I'm saying that he's a top wide receiver. Don't put other wide receivers above him just because they're popular. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I'd say definitely, you know, if if you know, here is where like you can say like I can give the other perspective of why I believe it happens. Um, and at the end of the day, like, I, I mean, you said it. You just you just mentioned it <clears throat> with Mike Evans. It's just the fact that he has never, like, I you know, he's just always been around these, you know, the, the guys that you would call super elite you know and 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 you and by stats you know and you put them side by side you know i'm sure you could you could i'm you know i'm sure mike evans is hanging with the best but with you know all the other things put together and just the kind of flashy big games that some like guys like uh Devante adams who you you know most would probably argue was the best before jj came on the scene and then yeah and jefferson you know these guys that you know just we're doing it from bigger markets with bigger quarterbacks and, you know, just kind of took more of the screen than Mike Evans seemed to ever do because he was playing with, with you know, <coughs> terrible quarterback most of his career um, and still doing it. It's just these kind of things kind of just kind of make you push you down a little bit, even if you're not, you're supposed to be in higher tier. Um, it is sad, but, you know, but at the, at, on the other side, I, I feel like I kind of understand where it's come from, um, but I mean that doesn't take away from what he that what he did and what he is, and you know at the end of the day, put some respect on Mike Evans' name, man. And I just I just don't get it because he just he really is the most he he's just consistent. <clears throat> I've I've sat here as you were talking, Theo, and I've put in most receiving yards last eight seasons, last five seasons, mm-hmm. last three seasons, last 10 seasons. Mike Evans, his name is right up there in the top. It's right up there in the top. Yeah. So it's just like the numbers don't lie, but no one wants to hear the numbers when they're just, when they don't, <clears throat> it's just like politics, man. You know, you just, it doesn't matter what, whatever side you're on. It does not matter because if you're on this side, you're right, and the other side is wrong, wrong. and there's no in between. You right. know what so, I mean? And you guys so keep it's talking just like market, though. It's, and, and it, Tampa has a solid market. We're just very wavy. So like, if the teams are not hot, the fans don't go. Granted, half of our fan base comes from the Northeast, but <laughs> um, if you want to talk market, Tampa's got the money behind it. They typically don't pay it is why our players get really, you know, pissy. But, like, could you imagine if we had the same monetary cap as, like, L.A. or New York or Chicago, like, or Dallas? Like, 
sitting Mike Evans in the LA Chargers or the Rams, which sounds really weird to me. I still think San Diego Chargers. But um that market would go insane. And I think his yeah. jersey would sell out outrageously and his popularity, like the stats behind Matt Stafford and the stats behind Justin Herbert would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he he would be mm-hmm. arguably an elite, if not instant Hall of Fame. I know he's a Hall of Fame in my eyes, but it'd be a no doubt in anyone else's mind for the voters or whatever they call themselves, the writers. So I don't know if it's a market thing or not for Mike Evans specifically, but if you're going to put people like AJ Brown in the top five with a quarterback that's very proven right now, Jalen Hurts, but what's his longevity, right? Is he going to end up being like Dak Prescott? He's great in the regular season. Yeah, he got you to one Super Bowl, but you didn't win it. Nick Foles got you to a Super Bowl and won it and then flopped. So you can say that these guys are elite or they're the top tier or in their position. But when you look at the consistencies, right, no one ever doubted Megatron. He played in Detroit with Matt Stafford and they won maybe 50% to 60% of their games. And he put up ridiculous stats because no one else on the field can cover him. When you double team Mike Evans, he's still going to catch the ball too. And they're, to me, it's outrageously disrespectful to somebody who's been so consistent for almost a decade in the NFL when the average lifespan of a player is maybe three to five years. And that's if they get the playing time. That's not even holding a clipboard like Blaine Gabbert. You know? Right. And you had, was it one, two, three, four, maybe five of the quarterbacks the Bucks have had under or with Mike Evans that are just second string. And second string isn't necessarily bad in the NFL or overall, but how many of these guys in the top 10 have had elite quarterbacks or currently elite quarterbacks? I mean, I don't know if you put Kirk Cousins in that elite quarterback per se, because you got Justin Jefferson as the number one, but like Tyreek Hill had Patrick Mahomes and now Tua when Tua is healthy and not under a concussion. Like Devontae Adams had Aaron Rodgers and then Derek Carr, but he was still putting up yardage. You had A.J. Brown, who went from Tannehill and being a star to being <coughs> second to um, – oh, I can – his name really lose me now. But uh, the the guy who plays for the Eagles and he's number six, god dang it, I can't Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. He, mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's not in the top tier either. He's good. He's just kind of scrawny. You got Stephon Diggs, who arguably was Justin Jefferson for the Vikings – and now is still number one for the Bills. You can't step yeah, on digs. You can go to uh, any team and still be number one. That's more the name I would think you. I would hear like you know you're putting those names together with a guy like Mike Evans, but like Jalen Waddle. Yeah, serious? Like, like these guys are young bucks in this league, man. And I think There's... Theo's right. There may be an age bias because mm-hmm. like the running backs. Look at the free agency we we talked about last week. The running backs that are still good are considered old. Yeah. And running backs take a lot of hits. Same thing with quarterbacks. Do you want the new hotness or do you want something that's a veteran and yeah. consistent and not going to flake on you or leave you for more money? Mm-hmm. They might in the end, but they're still going to give you two or three years. 
Mm-hmm. This list that you would have that this list that you would have seen from the NFL just because you gotta understand like <laughs> at the same time you know it the NFL has to make sure that the, that the business is 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 continuing to grow and you know these guys gotta get recycled out you know what I'm saying like these these the the uh, the stars of yesteryear need to make room for the stars of now and you know the NFL needs to keep on pumping out stars at these positions. Um, you know, so the guys that have been doing it for 10 years plus and all that, you know, the consistency guys, the guys with all of the, you know, everything to say that, you know, they they have they have their staying power. You know, NFL is like these kind of lists clearly, clearly state to me that, OK, NFL is saying, all right, you know, we got to we got to boost up some of these guys. We got to get some fan, you know, debates and things going with these guys, because that's the that's the only way it makes sense. There's no way you can be talking about a guy like Mike Evans in the same breath as, as a lot of the guys that you mentioned. And it's there's just no way. And yeah, I think it's got to be a marketing play. That's that's my guess. I can't think and, of anything other way. Any other and way. it could be. And the other thing to, to to say about Mike is that you know, I mean, we we look at Tom Brady, right? <clears throat> Greatest to ever do it. The most, you know, he has the the biggest resume in the NFL. So, I mean, it it speaks for itself. But another thing that he is known for and that he was known for is he didn't he didn't get these blockbuster deals, you know, like he got paid. Yes, but he didn't go and, you know, break the bank. He always was like, hey, like how how can we how can we pay the other guys around me to keep this core together mike evans has now restructured his contract i think three times mm-hmm. yeah i think so and in order to keep certain players in tampa he's he's restructured it three times so you know it's just it's uh-huh. just one of those things where uh, you know what it's in the dead of the off season there's really nothing to talk about and i feel like that we it was it it's we needed to put some respect on Mike Evans' names because, honestly, I don't understand the disrespect. And I, it has to come down. It has to come down to exactly what Theo was just saying, marketing. You know what I mean? It's just that's just what it is. But <clears throat> my final argument for this, what team doesn't need a wide receiver like Mike Evans? What team do you see right now saying, no, we don't need them? I can't think of any. That's a good question. You know, I want to ask any fan base. Hey, would, would you take Mike Evans for nothing? For a bag of balls, just like what Texans did to DeAndre. <laughs> Ooh. For oh, a bag oh. for. For literally a bag of balls. Just get them out of here. Take them. Nah, I'm good. I'll pass. I, <clears throat> I don't see any team not doing that. Even teams with good wide receivers. Miami. Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, throw in Mike Evans there. Puh. That's a... I mean, now that just added a whole new dynamic to that offense. The Bengals, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, now Mike Evans. Oh my Mike God, Evans, that'd be bad. Could you imagine so Mike bad. Evans? Could you imagine Mike Evans and Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow throwing the, them the ball? 
they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay, Minnesota, Justin Jefferson, and then Mike Evans. No, any team, honestly, any team would take Mike Evans, and I would, I would question a fan who would say, "No, I don't want him." I think that's yeah, that'd be that's fair. That'd be crazy. Yeah, you know. No, I mean, listen, I, I think, I think the argument has been made. You know, I definitely think, you know, I feel, I, you know what? I feel like you guys needed to release some steam. And I'm glad that we could provide a platform, the Fair <laughs> Zone podcast, providing a platform for the steam to be released and for the respect to be given on a player that is perennially disrespected. You know, last year, last, the last year, last week, we were given love to per, a perennially, perennially disrespected group of players in the whole running back, you know, the whole running back landscape disrespected. You know what? We, we're going to be seen as the people's, the people's podcast, the NFL people's podcast. We got to stand up for the hey. little guy, for the guys that have been downtrodden and mistreated and just not given their due. Hey, step up to the plate. It is time to get what these guys are due. Mike Evans is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He's going to get his due. You know, he's someone that definitely deserves, hey, he deserves every accolade. And he's and he's got a ring. So it's just, come on now, give the guy what he deserves. Let's not, you know, I don't think we need to talk about who's above him. I think we need to talk about the company that he is with. You know, and when you talk about the company that he's with, he's right up there. You, we... We, I don't see as much as I as I would say that Devontae Adams is the better wide receiver. I would I would never say that you know he he they don't they're not in the same group. They are in the same you know I, I you could look at them as the same type of guy. Mike Evans, given the same um uh uh, given the same situation that Devontae Adams was given, I think would have the same outcome. So you know then we gotta all of these guys are uh, unfortunately a. You know, they're, they're a product of their surroundings. They're a product of the team that they went to. Mind you, you know, no disrespect to the Bucks, but, you know, you guys as the Bucks fans know that it was tough It was tough going for him in his early career with the quarterbacks that he had thrown to him. So, you know, for him to do what he did, even despite that, I think deserves more respect, not less. Mm-hmm. Give him what he's due. Cheers to Mike Evans. Cheers, Mike. Put some respect mm-hmm. on his name. That's all mm-hmm. we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on his name. Can you tell that we are a majority Tampa Bay podcast? Because we just spent <laughs> almost an hour talking about one player. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in the slightest, dude. No. <coughs> oh, my gosh, man. But you know what? It's off of our chest now. We are, you know, we'll be the voice. Just like what Theo said. We'll be your voice. If you need us to be your voice, we got you. We are... We are the people, the NFL People's Podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, but starting on the next podcast, we're gonna start breaking down the divisions. Oh, we're gonna boy. start breaking down the divisions. We're gonna start getting a little bit of hype going, 
You know, we got to get this train. You know, we got to keep it going. We're yeah. almost there. You know, this is the last mile. The way too early predictions. This the is last we're, mile here. We're in the home stretch. I know yeah. it feels like it's going to be forever, but before you know it, football season will be upon us. You'll be hearing our beautiful voices every week at that point. Oh, it's going to be, it's just going to be a fantastic, fantastic season. Uh, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. But starting next podcast, <laughs> so two Thursdays from now, you're hearing this on Thursday. And um, so two Thursdays from now, you will be hearing us break down um, a, you know, one of the divisions in, in the NFL. I don't know, boys, let's, let's make a decision. Let's, let's, let's people know what division do you want to break down first? AFC South. Ooh. <laughs> the AFC South. Okay. I mean, I mean, next to the <laughs> NFC South, they're probably the hardest to. Uh, you want to start off through? Start off tough, okay? All right, I like it. Very I like tough. it. I like, like it. it. Let's get it. Get it. Hey, hey, there's, right. there's stuff to talk about there. There's definitely stuff. All right, I like it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, 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 we can we... hear uh, Dave's predictions of uh, Anthony Richardson again. Oh, versus uh, oh, Will Levis. It's gonna be a good episode. I'm, oh, it's know, gonna I'm be ready. a good episode. And CJ Stroud. I'm ready. Because I am an age Anthony Richardson. I'm a fan. And I know, hey. Glenn, you're a hater. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yep. Oh. Come on. All right, man. Hey, you know what, Glenn? We were on the same team this week. We can't time, do that. That's not what the people are here for. <laughs> time to All right? switch, switch it. <laughs> time to I'm switch okay it back that. up. So, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, it's going to be fun. And Theo. I'm ready to hear your predictions for some some fantasy in those in that division because there's yeah, some big hitters in that division for fantasy. Yeah. Oh yeah, think, uh-huh. <clears throat> there's definitely so, there's a a lot of ways that can go. I'm excited to get into it. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, hey, Glenn, it was it was awesome having you back. You Ugh. know what were we, we doing without missed... you? Oh my god, I, <laughs> I don't. Ugh. We Never would get again. off topic. We've already we've experienced that, Theo. Yeah, we would just yeah. get off topic. He mm-hmm. he kept us on topic. Look at that. I we try, talked I about try. one player this entire time. There's no way, David. There's no way me and you could do that by ourselves. Oh my God, no. no we way. would have been talking about like uh, I don't know. About we would have probably been Alaska, talking about defensive linemen by you the know, end. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, that that might be a, a conversation to bring up too. To be honest, May, yeah, see, maybe. See? You you are the defensive guy too. Want to talk about line. ageism stuff? I uh-huh. mean, D line's part of that conversation too. That is very true. Absolutely, that is very true. So, man, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. As Absolutely. always, we hope you guys. We hope you guys liked it. We hope you guys, you know, are enjoying these. And uh, you know, if if you do like it, hey, do us a favor. Go ahead and share it with your family and friends. And uh, you know, leave us a good review on where you can find us on. Apple, Spotify, Google, and um, uh, yeah, that's it. That, those are the three right now. I was I was gonna say I was gonna say um something else, but there was there was nothing else. So you can find us on those platforms. Um, follow us on our social medias. We like to engage with you guys. Follow us on Twitter, mm-hmm. <coughs> Facebook, Instagram. You know those three. You know the, the, those are the three that, that that we're on right now. Um, future plans for YouTube is is in the works. Um, so but yeah. Go ahead, give us a you know follow, give us a review. Go ahead and let us know you know or uh, let us know what you guys think about this. So we definitely definitely appreciate all of you guys who have been rocking with us since the very beginning, and all of you newcomers. We appreciate you uh, listening, and uh, we hope that uh, you know you guys have a great week. Have a good one.
Peace. See ya.